0: All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the Riggs Rag podcast. Ian Cummings here with you with my trusty co-expert, Jacob Kamaker. Uh, last time we were with you, we were talking about the Redskins' first fifth-round pick in the 2020 NFL Draft, Keith Ismail, center from San Diego State. Today, we are talking about their second fifth-rounder, Kalik Hudson, out of Michigan. An interesting prospect, uh, some versatility there, and it's going to be interesting to see what he amounts to, not just in his rookie year, but in the years to come. Before we get into that, though, Jacob, how are you doing? I'm doing really good. I'm uh, I'm glad to be on today. Uh, I'm glad
1: we're talking Khalid Hudson because uh, I think he's a really fun prospect to watch and evaluate. Uh, I think there's a lot of different ways the team could use him, so I think we're going to have fun breaking down all the different uh, roles
0: he could play uh, for the Redskins. I am in agreement. Yes, we've got a lot to talk about. Before we do, though, we got a quick word from our sponsors. So uh, Take a quick seat for about 30 seconds, and we will be right back with you. And we're back with the Riggles Rag Podcast. Ian Cummings here. Oh my god, I feel like, god dang, I feel like an actor, you know? I've got the whole radio voice thing now. It's like, I didn't even try to make it happen. It's just happening now, and I don't know how to stop it. But Ian Cummings here, trying to use my normal voice like a regular person. We're here with you. It's the Riggles Rag Podcast, and we're talking about Kalik Hudson. Um, Now before we do, it kind of sucked. We recorded an initial podcast about Hudson last time. We were trying to do them in pairs. And um, after we recorded the Ismail one, last week we did the Hudson one, and I didn't save it on my computer, I figured it would be fine, i just edited it and download it the next day, and as I was editing it, my computer, the screen went black, it just deleted everything and we had to redo it, so it's unfortunate, what can you do? But um, we're back now, and I, I feel like it's good, because I had some more time to digest the film, and I came away a little more optimistic about him, but uh, first I want to talk to you about it, Jacob, because... Um, I don't know, when we picked him, I I knew of him, and I wasn't super thrilled, you know, off of first impressions. To me, he was kind of like a limited guy, a guy who might be competent in multiple areas, but not really a master of anything. Uh, I don't know, what was your first impression of him when, when the Redskins took him in the fifth round?
1: So, I had been reading draft trackers that were like tracking all the, the visits, like pre draft visits. And, you know, those would normally be full with top 30 visits, but because of the pandemic and everything, they weren't. And every single time I looked at the draft trackers um, and visits the Redskins had, like the Senior Bowl and the Combine and all that stuff, I would see Khalid Hudson's name and I'd be like, yeah, this guy's going to be a Redskin. And I didn't say anything about it and I regret it because, you know, it happened. <laughs> I'm sure if I had said something, he wouldn't be a redskin. So, uh, anyway, that's my my little story about how I discovered who Kalik Hudson was in terms of the draft. But, you know, when I watched him play, I, I thought he was an interesting prospect. I would agree with you that I don't know if he has, like, a particularly elite trait at this point in his career. Um, and he's a bit of a positional tweener. Like, he's, he's going to have to play linebacker, but he's more the size of a safety. Um, he played the uh, Viper role at Michigan where – That's a player who plays linebacker, safety, and edge rush, just kind of moves all over the defense. Um, He's got a high motor. He's able to get into the backfield quickly as an edge rusher. I actually thought that was where he's at his best, but given that he's 5'11", 224 pounds, uh, he won't be able to play that role uh, at the NFL level. Um, Maybe in some sub packages he'll play close to the line, but I think he kind of fits into the role of more of a Sam linebacker, play close to the line of scrimmage. Um, He's a pretty effective tackler. He's good in traffic. He can come downhill, make plays. He's real slippery. He gets through gaps to uh, make impact in the run game, and he kind of beats offensive linemen to their spots. That's how he can get into the backfield so quickly, um, both against the run and the pass. Um, So I I really like how he plays coming downhill. And in coverage, he's pretty physical. Um, He's not going to be able to get away with that all the time at the NFL level, um, but you know, I, I think he'll be able to do enough, especially in zone coverage, um, to uh, be effective in that area. I don't think he can cover like a safety, but I, I think overall on defense, he has upside. Um, I think that's the key word. Um, I think he could become kind of a versatile weapon in the front seven. Um, right now, it's unclear exactly what type of role he'll play, but I, I think his ceiling is high,
0: and his floor is even higher, I would say. Yeah, you know, um, I would agree. I think he's got some some versatility in his skill set. I definitely agree about what I saw in coverage. You know, one thing that immediately jumped out to me is that he's really physical. You know, he's not afraid to impose himself. But at the same time, he's 5'11", 224 in a linebacker role. So he's a little undersized. And against offensive linemen, when they get their hands on him, he gets moved really easily. And so that's kind of an issue. And something that he can't really correct because, you know, you can't really change your size. I mean, you can put on pounds and stuff, but you can't suddenly become 6'2", 240. You know, that's not how it works. So he's going to get moved around, especially if he was getting moved around by college linemen. NFL linemen are bigger, nastier, so something to keep in mind. But as you said, really slippery too. Knows how to navigate those lanes as they're moving and has a nose for the football. And is really good at kind of seeking out the ball carrier and making the play. Um, In coverage... Another thing that really jumped out to me, like you said, uh, a lot of times he'll just clamp down that guy. You know, he'll get to his, he'll get to his man and just clamp down and uses his hands a lot. And I think that could be a problem in the NFL where refs will get you, you know, if you're not using your hands the right way, if you're kind of using them sloppily, then they will call for that. And, um, you know, it might be of detriment to the defense. So we will see, but I I did kind of, I did like his fluidity generally in space. He's a pretty easy mover. He's not an elite athlete by any stretch of the imagination. I know you called him last time; it was funny. You called him Isaiah Simmons light, and then kind of backtracked immediately. But it's like, oh, we're too late. You already made the comparison, so dug that hole. But to, I wouldn't say he's Isaiah Simmons light. Like, uh, in a in a sense, he is. He has the versatility, but I feel like his ceiling is definitely capped a lot lower. Um, so he 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 can definitely make that multifaceted impact, but you got to kind of keep your head on straight because he, he might not be like a world beater or anything.
1: Yeah. And my, I think I walked back by Isaiah Simmons comparison because my, my whole thing was like, he's got versatility, yeah, like kind of a multitude of positions. That's really the only similarity. And uh, I, I would agree with your analysis as well. I, I think the big thing with Hudson in terms of his athletic ability, as you mentioned, he's not a great athlete. I think he has explosiveness. Um, he doesn't have uh, great speed or anything. And that's why he, he can't really be a safety because he doesn't have that deep speed, uh, which we'll talk more about later on. Um, another area I think he needs to improve, uh, he, he had some issues tackling in space at times when he was one-on-one. Yeah. Uh, you know, in traffic, he was really effective at getting to the ball, wrapping people up. and I think it's because he knew there were people around him, so if he missed, he'd be okay. Um, but, you know, I think he needs to be a little bit more disciplined to avoid missing tackles at the next level. He's a little over aggressive in his angling. Um, but I, I think he'll find a way to uh, improve in that area. He may have to do it on the sidelines to start his career. Um, I, I think his role, uh, his first year with the Redskins, is going to be as a special teamer. I think he's going to be excellent, if not um, one of the best special teams players in the league. Um, that that was his biggest value in college. Um, despite despite the big role he played creating havoc on the Michigan defense, uh, his ability to get two punts uh, was incredible. He blocked five punts during his four year college career, um, and if he can even block one punt in his rookie season in the NFL that will be massive and at the very least he will have a uh, he will have an ability to uh make the punter uncomfortable and he'll, he'll command attention if he can prove to be good at rushing the punter so i think from that standpoint he has a high floor because at the very least he's going to be a top tier special teams contributor getting one of those guys in five uh, in the fifth round is never a bad thing i mean we see the patriots um A very successful franchise. They've been known to spend fifth-round picks on special teamers and specialists. Um, They drafted a kicker this past year. They drafted Jake Bailey, a punter, in the fifth round a few years ago, uh, or maybe a couple years ago. I don't remember exactly when. And then uh, Matthew Slater back in 08. They drafted him, who was a positional tweener, to mostly be a special teams player. So even if Hudson doesn't pan out on defense, which I still think he could pan out on defense, He's going to be really effective on special teams. So I, that's another one of the reasons I really like the pick. Um, I don't think they're getting someone who won't contribute in any facet of the game. So I think that's a big
0: positive. Yeah, you know, that's kind of, uh, I'm trying to think of the word, kind of a safety net for um, a fifth round pick, you know, a, a fail safe, if you will. Um, <laughs> like he's not dominant in any one area, but he has a lot of areas where he has a lot of hats that he puts on a, on a daily basis as, as a football player, you know, like he, he's pretty good in coverage he's got some instincts some fluidity there he's good in run defense has good um, fit awareness good lane awareness and knows how to kind of move around and impose his physicality and then as you said as a special teamer he's really aggressive has a nose for the football and I mean look look at those five punt deflections I mean right there that's all you need to know he, he's very disruptive in that role so a, a lot of upside in that regard Um, and you know special teams just like offense and defense is one of the three phases of the game and it's it's an area where you can create some turning points uh if if you're effective enough and you need players like Hudson to do that so I'm hoping that he does kind of move into that Slater role because that would be good because Slater has been a mainstay on that Patriots special teams unit for a long time and a big a big factor for their success in that area so we will see we will see for sure I want to I, I want to think about um, how he relates to the rest of the linebacking core because I know it's a pretty crowded room. Like if you were talking to me on that day, on day three of the NFL draft, and asking me who am I going for with that fifth round pick, I would I would not have said linebacker because it was a pretty crowded room coming into that. It's even more crowded now with Hudson. You know, but we got Cole Holcomb, Sean Dion Hamilton, uh, John Bostic, Thomas Davis. I'm trying to think. I feel like there's oh yeah, Kevin Pierre Lewis. So there are a lot of guys, and you know, we we say that Hudson could make an impact on defense. He certainly has a skill set that might be conducive to that. But at the same time, it's a pretty it's a pretty big uphill battle with all those guys in there.
1: Yeah, and that's why I think I, I don't think Hudson's going to play much on defense, uh, at least in this first season to start his career. Um, I think the guys you mentioned, all the veterans they have, and some of the younger talents are going to going to find the roles in the linebacker core. Um, right now, how I see the starting group shaking out, I think John Bostick's going to reprise his role as the middle linebacker. Um, he, he's had more trouble in 4-3 defenses during his career, um, but he played well last year. The team brought him back cheap, um, and I, I think they're hoping that he'll uh, repeat his success. And then I think he's going to be flanked by Cole Holcomb. Um At the Sam linebacker position, and uh, Thomas Davis, who was the weak side linebacker in Carolina under Ron Rivera for like eight of his nine years there. Um, I think he'll be the starter on the other side with Sean Deion Hamilton kind of rotating in with him. Um, So I I see them as being the four main contributors right now. Um, But like Kevin Pierre Lewis, I know Jack Del Rio has talked about being an underrated talent. So I could see him also factoring into the race. I I just don't see a way for Hudson to really get on the field on defense. I think there are just – there's going to be too many players ahead of him right now. I think he needs some development at linebacker after playing all over the Michigan defense, which, again, wasn't a bad thing. But, you know, he he doesn't have experience primarily playing a linebacker spot. So I would view this as a good time to give him a year to develop as a – uh just on special teams and then kind of work in conjunction with thomas davis maybe davis can mentor hudson a bit and uh hudson can really learn one of those linebacker positions um i would play him at the sam linebacker because i think he's good close to the line of scrimmage and as a pass rusher uh, but you could convince me that he could go um to another position as well
0: yeah for sure you mentioned thomas davis too and uh I can't remember where I saw it, but someone compared Hudson to Thomas Davis. I can't remember who. Maybe Daniel Jeremiah. I'm not sure. Maybe it wasn't someone that big, but um, Hudson has had some favorable reviews as a defensive player, not just you know a special teams guy. So I don't know what. How do you feel about that comp, Thomas Davis? I'm kind of I'm kind of skeptical about it, you know, because Davis is like he, he was an All Pro, and uh, I think he's a much better athlete than Hudson is, but I don't know.
1: Yeah, I don't think it's a perfect comp by any means. I think size-wise, they're a little bit similar. Davis only has a playing weight of 235 pounds. He's a couple inches taller than Hudson, um, but Hudson is 10 pounds lighter than him. So again, similar in the size range. So maybe people look at that and think like, uh, maybe he could develop into this type of playmaker. I don't see him as having as high of a ceiling. I don't think he's as good in coverage. I don't think he's as athletic, as you mentioned. But I think from a mentorship uh, standpoint davis makes sense as a mentor for hudson because they have the similar size davis is also a team leader and i believe hudson was a captain at michigan for yeah. one if not two years yeah he was. um and both guys play hard so i oh, yeah. i think from that standpoint maybe hudson could you know try to emulate davis in those fact uh as uh, aspects of the game and maybe become a, a future special teams captain, or at least a big presence on defense, um, whether he's a backup there, develops into a starter, or
0: is a mainstay on special teams. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I just I was looking up Kevin Pierre-Lewis, because I, I remember that he's kind of like the wild card in this linebacker group, in my opinion. Because, um, you know, John Bostic has the established... Presence with the Redskins right now, you know, he has a good chance to retain a starting role, but he could be pushed out if one of, if like a wild card like Kevin Pierre-Louis, or Lewis, uh, elevates his game and his athletic numbers are insane. I, I think he's six, he's six foot one, two thirty two four five one forty uh, over, over a 10 foot broad jump, 39 inch vertical. Like this guy is an insane athlete and he, he really turned it on late in the season last year. So if I had to give a starting linebacker unit, I I'm not sure if I'd assign anyone to like the specific roles because I feel like they'd move around a little bit. Like Thomas Davis, I feel like he has enough experience and vocal leadership where he could maybe fulfill a Mike role in the four three. I don't know, but he'd also be the weak side as well. Um, Cole Holcomb could move around too. I think those two guys are definitely starters, but I would not discount Pierre Lewis getting into there, getting into that equation at some point because he's really a really good athlete. Um, and he, he only flashed in limited attempts last year, but I feel like he offers a lot in terms of potential. I, I love to see what um what Rivera and Del Rio can do because those are both former linebackers. I just feel like they could glean that upside from him. And then there's Ruben Foster too. We haven't even mentioned him, but he could factor in somehow too. So it's a really crowded linebacker room and uh, a lot of guys with upside and it's kind of hard to see how Hudson factors in in the immediate timeline, but... I think special teams is definitely where he'll kind of have his security because you look at these guys and, you know, a lot of guys have a lot to offer. I don't know. Do you think we're talking about all this numbers stuff? Do you think there's a chance that maybe Hudson wouldn't make it onto the roster? Because I know Pierre Lewis was a special teamer at Chicago, too, primarily until those final four weeks. And do you think it's possible that maybe they're not as inspired with Hudson's upside as they thought they'd be, you know? four games into preseason they're like all right we'll just relegate you to the practice squad or something or do you think that they'll try and keep him because you know they're confident in his potential I don't know and the leadership aspect too is obviously something that they prioritize in the draft
1: yeah I kind of think that he's probably gonna make the roster I think he'd have to play pretty poorly for uh in order not to make the team and I don't see that happening um, uh, one of the reasons I think he's probably going to make the team is because I don't see Reuben Foster um, being healthy enough, at least to start the season. I know Jack Del Rio and Ron Rivera have said they're preparing as if Foster's going to play, but I kind of think they have to do that because, you know, as coaches, you have to be prepared to have everyone available, but also have no one available. So um, I, I think I think you can question whether or not Hudson will make the team, but I think they're probably going to keep six linebackers, and if Foster doesn't um, doesn't play um, at least to start the season, then you're talking about Davis, Holcomb, Bostic, Sean Dion Hamilton, Kevin Pierre Lewis, and then Hudson's kind of a shoe in for that sixth linebacker spot unless you want to give Josh Harvey Clemens the role or Jared Norris, who's a career special teamer who was in Carolina um, under Rivera. And that's kind of why he's on the team. So I, I yeah. think Hudson will make the team. I do think what you brought up about Pierre Lewis is interesting um, because they are kind of similar. Pierre Lewis had been a special teamer for most of his career before starting for the bears late last year. Um, Pierre Lewis does come with the Luke Kuechly um, seal of approval. Uh, they were teammates at Boston college and uh, Keekley, I think it was back in 2011 said that he thought Pierre Lewis would become a, a good linebacker at the next level. So maybe Rivera's banking a little bit on that, a little bit on his uh, former all pro starter. Um, but I, it will be interesting to see if Pierre Lewis finds a role in the linebacker core, uh, whether it's as a starter, or maybe even as a top backup, maybe they'll want to uh, use him a little less on special teams. If he becomes an important um Part of the linebacker rotation. So that could be more of an incentive to have Hudson active on game days and use him. Uh, so I, I don't think the presence of Pierre Lewis uh, makes Hudson any less valuable. In fact, I think it just goes to show that Rivera is really emphasizing special teams play um, by ha- adding Hudson, Pierre Lewis, and even Jared Norris to an extent, a guy known mostly for his special teams
0: play. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Definitely. A lot of areas and you can tell that you know they're trying to compensate you know in case like you said, Pierre Lewis takes on a defensive role he can't play those special teams reps. Hudson is a guy who can do that and he can do that early. So I think I like I like that thought process that they're going through this with and just looking at the linebacker room as a whole, I think um you know I'm, I'm excited, I'm just excited to see how it plays out because it's really hard right now to see how it might settle out like you can give your three starter predictions and I can give my three starter predictions and it might be like two different people than what we even imagined. So I don't, I don't even know. And you can tell that because of that lack of separation they're hopefully they'll give guys the opportunity to separate themselves, you know, with reps and with performance and stuff like that. So I'm interested to see what happens, but especially with two former linebackers coaching them up. So we will see anything else you want to add. I'm, I'm pretty much good. So
1: this to to cap things off I think I agree with you I'm very excited to see how this plays out it's funny because we look at all these guys and we're like it's a crowded room but we we don't say it's like a deep room it's crowded in that they have a lot of guys who can play roles but I don't think they have any guy who's truly established as a three down starter not even Reuben Foster if he's healthy because he hasn't been healthy so Mm -hmm. I think Seeing who plays each role is going to be fascinating. I think seeing how Ryan Anderson factors into this mess will be interesting, too, because he's not a great fit um, in a 4-3 defense, in my opinion. I think he has to be more of a Sam linebacker slash very undersized defensive end. So I don't know if he's going to play linebacker this year or how they're going to plan on using him, but um, that's something else to watch um, just as this
0: linebacker room gets more and more crowded. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I feel like it's funny. There's like a, a spectrum of words that we use for position groups like this. You got stacked at the top, which is like our defensive line, you know, like Jonathan Allen, Deron Payne, Matt Ioannidis, and then everyone loves Tim Settle because every time he hits the field, something happens. And then you got, you got deep, which is like, I don't know. I don't know what's deep on our team, but like like a position group with a lot of solid guys, you know, and not necessarily like a, a stacked unit like the defensive line, but reliable you know you can rely on them you're not like suspending your expectations and then crowded which is like our linebacker room our wide receiver room where you really have no idea what to expect from a lot of those guys and you're just kind of hanging on for dear life to see what happens and no one is established and we're kind of at the bottom end of that spectrum we don't know what's going to happen but there's a lot of uncertainty and and from uncertainty can uh can yield opportunity for some of these guys and I think Klee Hudson is one of those guys who could benefit from that um but I think we're both in agreement that his primary role early on will be a special teamer maybe he could become a starter on defense eventually or a rotational backup um but he'll provide utility in some way no matter what and I feel like that's important and it's it's a safe option to go with with a fifth round pick so unfortunately that is all we have for today on Uh, If you have any comments or whatever, you can put it in the discussion board below. Um, Until next time, we'll have our analysis on Cameron Coral. So until then, peace out, guys. Have a good night.